0: Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast. Obviously, food themed, and I want to talk about food before we get going. Obviously, this show you're about to hear focuses quite heavily around Burns night, yes. particularly the game tonight at the end of the hour, at the end of the final bit of the show. Uh, You'll find out during the course of this, Richie has planned ahead, as he does. You have uh, haggis when you get home.
1: (laughs) As he does. As he
0: does. I do plan, I'm afraid. I'm not a planner, and (laughs) I haven't got my act together, so I haven't got any haggis this evening. (laughs) What can I have, what can I knock together that is the closest thing you can get to haggis? (sighs) With general around-the-house things. Awful. You got awful? It is awful, but
1: no, I haven't got any. (laughs) Um, Is it like oats? There's kind of oats in there's there. There's oaty stuff in there. but it's got also, porridge. Yeah, but... All right. Have you got sheep's guts? <laughs> That's a personal question. <laughs> the Daily
2: Takeaway. I
0: just want to tell you a little bit about my uh, music listening habits, right? Well, I don't know if anyone else does this, but every week when I'm walking around with my headphones on, I'll, I'll have a band of the week, in my own mind, that I'll just listen to. Uh, that mixed in with World War Two podcast, you know I am. Uh, so last week it was PJ Harvey. this, this uh, I'm ashamed to say it's never new music, it's always just old school stuff from the 90s, right? So last week I had a PJ Harvey week. Uh, this week I've been listening uh, a lot to Dinosaur Junior, which are one of my favourite bands of all time. Uh, we saw them back at uh, the Reading Festival in the early 90s. I remember being there at the front of my jeans vibrating which was an amazing thing jay Maskis, the lead singer is one of in my opinion one of the greatest guitarists of all time is a bit of dinosaur junior the amazing freak scene. Such a great song. Producer Adam's had to believe a couple of uh, bad I words yes. out of it. He's been doing that for the past 20 minutes. But why, why am I talking about Dinosaur Junior? The reason is this. Uh, it took me back to, and I'd kind of forgotten about this. Uh, you know, um, when you love a band so much you want, you want to name stuff in honour of them. I had forgotten that our first ever family pet dog, King Charles Cavalier Spaniel, we called Murph in honour of the drummer from Dinosaur <laughs> Junior and I think everyone thought it was like some kind of Irish thing because we've got like you know Irish scouses has been the family going back a few generations but it's just after the drummer from Dinosaur Junior and I just wanted to put it out there in honour of Murph the drummer and Murph the dog he was a fantastic dog back in the day if you've ever named a pet after a musician tell us about it first hour of the show you tonight. did
1: well getting that done back in that era because of course it would have been a family pet so you would have had to get that past your mum and dad
0: well this it's me and my brother versus my mum and dad there was yeah. only me one winner in that little little <laughs> bat well to be Referred to my brother to respect to my brother when he was at university uh, he had a pair of budgies called biggie and Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: nice to see him get on. For me, it's still to happen. I, I've, I've never named a pet after uh, a band member, but I, I, I love Kasabian. I think if I was to get a French bulldog, I think Serge would fit quite nicely. Serge is a great name for a bulldog.
0: <laughs> or you are a big Keen fan? Maybe Tom. <laughs>
1: you
0: get like a lizard or something. Got a feeling that you're mocking me. <laughs>
1: Always. a Bit of a pun come through here on email, hometownonabsolouradio.co.uk. Uh, Stephanie says, we have a, a little Maltese dog called Joni Bitchel. I love that. Which is quite clever.
0: You got the, the big test is thinking, imagine yourself shouting that out in a park if you're trying to get it to come back.
1: I'm hoping you'd
0: just shout out Joni. Joni would be easier. <laughs> Definitely don't use the other bit. Uh, Lizzie says, my dogs are called Chester. I've got Chester Chester Bennington. It's good. Which is a great thing, Lincoln Park. And uh, Mandy says, I have five terrapins named after the new kids on the block. <laughs>
1: Um, I'm surprised there's not been more of these that have come in. Stephen in Perth, I've got a beagle called Elvis. What else would you call a hound dog? This is there's some that's a long distance joke. There's a bit of time for that to develop, isn't
0: it? He's named his pet after that. Uh, guys, we have two German shepherds. One named Tico after Tico Torres, the drummer from Bon Jovi. The other is Jersey, as they come from New Jersey. I'll leave you to guess what my wife's favourite band is. What about that? And uh, praise you on Twitter says our cat is called Polly, named after P J Harvey. I was just listening to her last week. We've got Tom on the line. Tom, tell us about your dogs.
2: Uh, yeah, I've got five Border Collies named after bands.
0: Five na- five dogs named after different bands. Hit us with them.
2: Uh, so I've got Beartooth, Nirvana, Blink, Oasis and Lincoln.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are they all active dogs at the moment, shall we yeah, say?
2: Yeah, yeah. They're, f- they're known on the local park as the Collie Band.
1: It's like a <laughs> festival. It is. I go and watch that. It sounds must, absolutely brilliant.
2: I must be crazy.
0: Hey, I tell you, get one more dog. Lighthouse family complete the set
2: yeah they're, they're an absolute mosh bit of collies when they get going
0: <laughs> there's a new collective noun
1: <laughs> mosh bit of collies love it
0: <laughs> Andy talk to us so uh, we got Cocker Spaniel and I named him uh, Jarvis a uh, Jarvis Cocker oh, th- ah, oh I didn't see that one coming clever
2: yeah uh, Jarvis Cocker and also a, uh, a hamster called Bielsa
0: after the uh, the Ex-Leeds Le- United Le- manager ex manager I couldn't get his number, could I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had some great ones come in tonight. This is this is a special one for listeners to our, one of our stations, Absolute Radio Country. Uh, Jackie from Ayrshire says, we've got two Cocker Spaniels, one called Reba after Reba McIntyre, and the other one called Rhett after Thomas Rhett. Brilliant. Country style.
1: Another one on that, actually. Uh, Debbie in Gloucestershire, Dolly Part Hen, one of her seven chickens. Fantastic. Uh, This is because this particular uh, hen is big and fluffy, and the others love cuddling up to her to keep warm. That's nice, isn't it? it's good. Absolutely loving that. Uh, We've got Debbie on the line. Debbie, you've named your
0: uh, animal after uh, a musician, is that correct?
2: I did have it. It's a hamster.
0: Right, and who's the hamster named after?
2: Craig David.
0: <laughs> a hamster called Craig David. It's got two names, Craig yeah. David, I love it.
1: <laughs> what um, happened to Craig David? What happened to him?
2: Oh, yeah, well, this, this is going back probably, you know, I'm, I'm well in my 50s. I was probably, I don't know, 30-something. Never had a ham- hamster before, and I thought, you know, why not? Uh, he lived a long and very happy life. In fact, he probably had a better house than I've got.
0: <laughs> so you looked after he Craig had. David pretty well when you had him?
2: Oh, totally. Yeah, he'd got uh, extensions, he'd got a balcony, he'd got exopods. He lived the life.
0: He's big in America, though. There's a lot of (laughs) things with
1: Craig David. He's huge in America. It's an interesting thing. When you actually look at animals, I do think that... Hamsters and gerbils actually have the coolest animal houses when they are pets at home. They've got the wheel, they've got yeah. tubes, bridges, everything.
2: They've got it all. They've got it all. Yeah, yeah. And you, you, you can just go, you know, to extremes with uh, what you give them. So it was probably the, the, the most spoiled hamster in the world. I, but, uh, I, I, can, I dread to ask what what I actually happened
0: David. to what actually happened to to Craig David in the end.
2: Well, actually. Uh, one night he got out. Uh, and he <laughs> He's the artful dodger. Oh, oh. Oh. Yeah, he was escaped. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, very, very, very <laughs> he, he escaped one night, and, and the cat, the cat didn't kill him, but he, uh, oh. the cat scratched his ear, and he got a little mark on on there. So he, he, he died of you know an old old hamster, you know, just a, a natural death. Of oh,
0: end. okay. Yeah. So he he got, he got back. He was put himself. back in the house after the the cat incident was fine, and then yeah, sadly just passed yeah.
2: away. Yeah, that's it, yeah. We should have just
0: stopped at the name, really, shouldn't we? I feel feel like I want to ask, did you bury him? Because some people put, like, um, uh, hamsters in tens in the back garden. What did did you do with Craig after he passed on? God bless him.
2: That's a very good question. There was was a funeral. There was definitely a funeral, a burial. We had all of that.
0: Uh, It's what he would have wanted.
2: Did I, did I play a song, a Craig David song? I don't know. I what's, your, what's your flavour as he's
1: been lowered down?
2: <laughs> yes. This
1: is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Something else going on right now that is starting to involve quite a suspenseful wait. <laughs> Ooh. Yesterday on the show, I was sharing with you the drama, and for me personally, excitement of the energy-saving event uh, that was on oh, yeah. last
0: night. So this is when you were torturing your family whilst you were in the ward no, and no, you turned no. everything off at home.
1: Many, many people would have been doing this last night, 4.30 till 6. It was another one of those energy-saving things where you try and consume energy uh, and then your supplier will give you some money back because you've not been using stuff, so they haven't had to switch on coal pads. Stations or something like that, as I understand oh, right. it. Right. I get excited about that kind of thing. As you know, 2023, I'm actively couponing, loving it. It's it's, it's just uh, it's one crazy rollercoaster ride. I you, was looking. It is. I was looking forward to getting home last night, finding out what we'd saved. I've received this email from my energy supplier. I won't name them. Hi Richard, formal. Thanks for taking part in the latest energy saving event. We will be in touch with you in 72 hours with your results. That's not a quick turnaround, is it? In the meantime, why don't you head over to our community to chat and share energy-saving chips
0: up. this winter? Sharp Energy Company. No, I'm
1: not joking. At least they were formal. Yeah. I hate the way they're all like, hey, you. It's like, Get lost, you oh, no, robbers. I'm going on a... Chat room to talk about energy saving tips. Thank you very much. Seventy-two hours. What are they doing? Ninety minutes. We were saving energy. Why is it taking so long to tell me how much I've saved? So what? what have you got a number in mind that you think you're going to save?
0: I mean, what if it comes down to like, you know, one pound fifty, and you've tortured the family?
1: <laughs> it's gonna be more than that, sure. Well,
0: it might. You know, imagine that with all that weight. All that time, all that build-up, and you the, get the email, you would be all mortified. All the
1: effort that's gone in, all the tech that's involved with smart meters and all that malarkey. I'm expecting, I'm expecting big rewards. But it's the wait. It's the 72. You ever had to do a long wait? Because yeah, I think that's a long wait, considering what it's actually for.
0: Well, what about this? In the in the nerdy world of board gaming that I'm, I'm hugely ensconced in, uh, there's this thing where you we kick-start board games. So right. someone comes up with an amazing idea for a game, they'll get some funding for it, and then you have to wait ages for it to be finally produced. So, I, I, I love, like, Vietnam War history, all that kind of thing. There's a, there's a company called Phalanx Games who've, who've created a board game called Purple Haze. Right. Where you, you, you are in, a captain in charge of your own little uh, platoon in the Vietnam War. Yeah. It's like a narrative game. This
1: is your thing, my thing's energy. <laughs> so, it is. It's
0: yeah. different, you know. But uh, it, it, I think I mean, the normal average amount of time turnaround is, is a year or beyond. Wow. So, you support this game on Kickstarter and then... You wait at least a year for it to finally arrive on your doorstep. You
1: might have more of a payoff than, <laughs> than me and my energy
0: saving. I mean a war zone either way. <laughs>
1: uh, what have you been waiting for? I've waited a long time for something. I've been told 72 hours I've got to wait to find out how much <laughs> I saved in that energy event last night. Can't believe it. Uh, Sam in Leicester says, yeah, The Winds of Winter by George R.R. R. Martin. Oh, I. Uh, now, if if you were a, a Game of Thrones person, obviously the, the, the TV show's finished. Oh, uh, right. But, but the books that it's based on. He hasn't quite actually how do they, they finish, How do they
0: finish the series if uh, Make Boy's not even finished writing it Well, because he
1: sat down with the directors and said, this is how it's going to finish. This is what I would have done. This is what, I, what I'm going to do when I finish my books. And they're like, right, cool, we're just going to go ahead and make the TV show. He's still doing the books. That is quite a wait. Got one job, George, mate. <laughs> Don't. A lot of people get quite emotional about his books.
0: Uh, this text says, I waited 17 years for a season ticket at Liverpool Football Club. My heart bleeds. <laughs> giving them away some of the texts coming in from
1: people who have done a similar thing are an absolute horror show in terms of money if that is the case I'm just going to pretend it didn't happen because that would go down very badly at home because there was a lot of a lot of encouraging to take part that I was doing from my part. Well, what
0: I could see, because you were sat obviously a couple of computers down from me, you were remotely turning the thermostat back down again. <laughs> after that, that, he was turning it up,
1: uh, and for, for for eighty pence, oh. is it worth it? <laughs> no, it's giving to that. That's gonna be people having me on. It's not going to be that much. It's going to be. It's going to be. Way Someone more said seventeen p. <laughs> they must have done a bad job. It's going to be. It's going to be more. It's not going to be that little. Uh, this text. <laughs> be quiet nine months to give birth to my precious son. Only for him to come out this big image of his dad, says that one. That is brutal.
0: I mentioned earlier on that I'm uh, uh, I've kick-started a uh, Vietnam War board game called Purple Haze. Uh, Emily's text to say, long waits. I've also backed a different Vietnam War board game, but I backed it in 2016 and it is still coming soon. <laughs> in the same time, I've moved house, changed jobs
1: and even my name and gender. Wow. What about that? Shelley, what have you been waiting for?
2: I have been waiting a long time for an engagement Ring from my boyfriend.
0: Oh, right, brilliant. So let's let's name him. Let's let's put the pressure on him right now.
2: It's Daniel.
0: Daniel. Daniel. Uh, Okay. So, uh, how long has he been your boyfriend? Nine years. Okay. And then, uh, so you keep thinking this is going to happen at any point. Soon, he might get down on bended knees. He talking about it, but never done it.
2: Um. Yeah. Regularly. Um. Usually after a few drinks. Um. We've had nine holidays, and I've tried. I've wondered every time whether that might be the time and still no. So. Wow,
1: that, that, when you look at it like that, every single holiday, every flight away, nine holidays, and you're thinking, this is the one. This is the moment.
0: Yeah. So, if <laughs> you got, like, a time in your head, right? If he, if he gets to, like, 11 years and he's not got his act together, is it time to, you know, move on, put him to the wayside?
2: I just think I've wasted enough
1: time waiting. I might as well just carry on. <laughs> a, a, a direct message to Daniel: We've got we've got a slot reserved for you on our Friday jukebox yes. for for Shelley's song of choice to yeah. do it live on the show. So do do that's a, we we speak directly to Daniel Shelley. You can tell him that so Shelley. If there was a
0: song that would go beautifully that you love w- with with a, a wedding proposal, what would it be? It
2: would be Ten Story Love Song by Storm Roses.
0: This lady's a cat, she's got impeccable taste as well. Daniel, if you're listening, get your act together and let's do this on Friday, sunshine.
1: Annie's ordered a brand new hybrid Ooh. in September. Won't arrive until middle of March. If you're going to wait for something a long time. A car, that's an exciting thing. That's a longer wait.
0: Delayed gratification, it as is. they say.
1: Uh, Tom's emailed us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, about long waits for things. Uh, says, I purchased a bottle package from a Scotch whiskey distillery that hadn't even had the ground broken back in 2020. Whoa. The stills got fired up last year. My first bottle is expected around 2027. That really is playing the long game, isn't it? And we've had people on tonight's show that have have had stuff arrive
0: despite the wait. Uh, Listen to this, the Ghostbusters screen-accurate proton pack I ordered. Backed it with Hasbro, HasLab over a year ago. Wasn't supposed to arrive until spring 23. It turned up two weeks ago and it's absolutely stunning. Oh, well, that's a nice bonus. Never cross the streams though, never cross the streams.
1: Uh, Gary, what is it uh, you've been waiting on? A Mattel collector's edition
0: Hot Wheels car. Wow. So, uh, yeah. what what kind of car is this when
1: it's at home? It's
2: a Lamborghini Countach. <laughs> That's
0: right? a Scottish one.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, when did you order it, Gary? Ordered it in July
2: last year, and they haven't even made it yet. Never mind, delivered it.
1: Wow. Well, so,
0: I mean, cause I, I'm unfamiliar with the world of kind of car collecting like that. So, did you? You have to get in touch with Hot Wheels directly, and they they only make a few of them, and you want the lucky people oh, yeah, to pre-order. Yeah,
2: you, you have, to, you have to join the club, then ask permission to buy the stuff.
0: Wow! wow. We're in the wrong game here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it.
1: Well, I'm really misunderstanding Hot Wheels. Speaking as a Hot Wheels household that uh, got the ultimate car wash uh, arrived... Oh, that was a bad idea. That was a really it? bad idea. <laughs> but these things get, like, boshed around and go underneath sofas and into skirting boards. And you're saying they're collector's editions that you really cherish.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They've... The... Most
1: expensive one I've got, £150, £200. God, you, can get a, you can get two Ultimate
0: Car for that. <laughs> how many, how many uh, cars have you got in your collection, Gary? Uh, just over 2,000. Wow. wow. And you've been waiting this one for ages. You must be every morning when the postman arrives, checking to see whether it's there.
2: They haven't even made it yet. I keep having to check emails. Worth we'll the
0: wait in the end, though, won't it?
1: It'll look lovely. I'm sure it will. But, uh, yeah,
0: it's a long time
1: to wait. Good, man. Well, we love your passion. Good to speak to you, Gary. Yeah, you too. This text message says, I fancied a boy when I was about 15, 38 now, Ooh. never had the courage to tell him, so just stayed friends all those years. Both went off, did separate things. I got divorced a couple of years ago. We finally got together last year. Must have been about 22 years for the wait for our first kiss.
0: Doesn't say whether it was worth the wait or not. No, no, That's it not the only <laughs> thing
1: missing from that. God bless Friends Reunited, the website. <laughs> Loving your work. Chris got in touch with us, uh, and he's hanging on to talk to us right now. Chris... Uh, Just for those who might have joined and not heard what you were waiting on earlier, uh, remind us all what it was. So over a year ago, I backed a Hasbro, HasLab uh, crowdfunder to uh, get a life-size
2: Ghostbusters Proton pack. And uh, yeah, like they said, it'll it'll turn up in uh, the spring of 23 and then... uh, it turned
1: up two weeks ago so So that's the great thing about this Uh, all these other people that got in touch earlier on in the show they were still waiting yours is actually uh, the wait is over despite the fact it was a long one obviously because it's here we're imagining this is going to make a decent noise that we could kind of close out the show with tonight absolutely it makes amazing noises
0: (laughs) okay so before you fire it up we're hoping you're going to be able to fire it up for us this evening on the the home time show Are, are you you're wearing it right now in your lounge just tell us talk us through the situation
2: It's kind of on a stand in front of me. I think if I wore it around my house, my wife might divorce me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Well, um, it's going to take some beating in terms of closing out a show with a a proton pack, but let's just just do this. Uh, Chris from Totnes, fire it up.
2: All right, here we go.
1: There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's so home time. It really is. So really home time. Chris, you've gone through a lot of effort for that. We, we really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers, Chris. This is the daily takeaway. Daily takeaway.
0: It's dark and cold at the moment. January literally will not end. That's why we've decided to bring back a much-loved midweek perker-upper. It's the midweek games night. Uh, A different, silly game every
1: Wednesday night, and we've got a belter for you this evening. Yeah, with it being Burns Night, uh, we thought we should make it uh, related to our friends north of the border. It is a Burns Night-related game that we've got tonight. Oh, yes. uh, It's going to be called Scott or Not. Uh, Now... (laughs) 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 <laughs> a lot of research has gone into it. Yeah, there has been actually. Uh not. Uh no. Scott or not is the game, the title of the game we're gonna play. If you'd like to play it, you can call right now O three three oh one two three twelve fifteen. O three three oh one two three twelve
0: fifteen. But if I'm on the you know I'm on the fence about getting involved, is there anything that's like a sweetener that might make me rush to the phone? Oh, Oh, that! Oh, yes, there is. But what is it though? I mean, you know, I feel like I've got
1: everything in life that I need. You haven't got a home time tea towel, have you, my friend? No, I don't. I haven't got one of those. Home time tea towel. Yeah, you can have one of them. I'll get dialing. That's what the winners going to get on <laughs> Scott or not. If you would like to play for a home time tea towel, that's the reason why you should call oh three three oh one two three twelve fifteen.
0: And they're limited edition because we've got no budget left for this show.
1: Yeah, we're not lying. So get in touch right now. All you'll need to do is have a very, very loose knowledge. Of whether a, a town is Scottish or not. That's how it's going to run. <laughs> Scot or not? We've spent a lot of time on this. Uh, let's welcome to the show before we get going
0: our contestants online. One, uh, we have Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you doing? And where are you from? Uh,
2: not bad, thanks. How are you? And from Edinburgh.
0: Oh dear, so that's a Scottish person. So they are going to know your onions there.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're really going to know these. Yeah. Uh,
0: Lindsay, is it freezing where you are?
2: Um not too bad. It's been colder last week, but it's warming up, so it's, like, five degrees. <laughs>
0: Fair play. We're probably moaning about nothing down here. And let's go to the other line, then. So, who's the other contestant? It's John. Where are you from? John? Hey, I'm from Whishaw. OK, so we've got another Scott on the line there as well, Richie.
1: I really hope we have um, <laughs> revised these locations properly. Uh, how this is going to work, uh, Lindsay, you will have three place names read to you. You will have to tell us whether they are Scott or not as simple as that John you will then have three place names read to you same thing Scott or not whoever's got the most right wins the tea towel it's a fiendishly tricky competition
0: does that sound good guys
2: yep
0: Okay, they're mad for it here we go well Lindsay you're going to be first here is your first location is it Scott or not here we go Dufftown is that Scott or not uh, Scott. You're right, it's in Keith, just north of the Cairn Gorms. Well done, one out of one. Uh, next one for you, Lindsay. Cockbridge. Is that Scott yeah. or not? Yes. Yeah. You saying Scott? Yes. Yeah. It's west of Aberdeen, you're absolutely right. Two out of two. This girl's good. Number three, Spittle. Is Spittle yeah.
2: sc-
0: Scott? It is, yes. Yeah.
1: Scott, uh, uh, it's <laughs> not, it's on
0: Merseyside.
1: Oh,
2: oh sugar.
0: <laughs> there you go, well done for not swearing.
1: <laughs> so two out of three ain't bad. Uh, you would find the spittle of Glen Shee just northwest of Dundee, by the way, though. But uh, yeah, two out of three. I'm so... always getting them mixed up. <laughs> John, you need the full hat trick to win the tea towel, all right?
2: Okay, I'll try not. I'll try to say sugar as well if I yeah, get it wrong. Yeah, please do, please do. <laughs> Here we go.
1: First one, Betty's Town, Scott or not?
2: Uh, Be- not.
1: Betty's town is in Ireland. Well done. However, you can visit Betty Hill near Thurso if you wish to. Uh, one out of one. Well done, John. Tully Nestle. Scott or not? Scott. Small hamlet in Aberdeenshire. It's, two out of two. It's tied at the moment. It's for the championship. You need this for the win. Glen Willie. Glen Willie. Is that Scott or not? Scott. Southwest near Stranraer. Three out of three. Well done, John. Get in there, John. <laughs>
0: He's over the moon. John, you've just won yourself a home-time tea
2: towel. I've got a massive pile of dishes that need dry, so that'll come in handy. Oh, well,
0: we'll send it uh, express delivery. <laughs> That's three weeks for us. Uh, good to speak to you, John. Lindsay, unlucky, we do apologise, but try and have a great rest of your evening anyway.
2: OK, thanks. See you later. There we go. Should
1: we just send her one anyway?
0: Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay she's gone, she's
2: gone.
0: <laughs> oh, I feel so <laughs> bad for her.
1: <laughs> you
0: could hear her heart breaking. Right, so that is, there's no... That is a bit of a downer to end the that show, isn't it? But we, we, I've got a feeling we've got someone in the pipeline that's going to just turn this around a little bit before we get to s- uh, seven o'clock. I think so. Okay, that was
1: midweek's game night. The daily takeaway. Russian daily takeaway. Just going back to the beginning of the episode. I don't think your your Katie's a vegetarian, right? She is. There ain't going to be stuff knocking around in your place that where you can do a knockoff haggis. There must be a way. There must be a way of, of like hacking a haggis <laughs> hack. <laughs> Um, Do you want me to bring in some leftover Haggai in a Tupperware tomorrow? I've
0: got a feeling that won't be so good if you've been on the tube. (laughs) Okay, I'm jealous, though. Damn it.